Throughout history, people have not only been concerned about what they say, but how they say it, meaning the language they use. People are warned to watch their speech for their own protection. The Book of Proverbs states that those who guard their mouths and their tongues keep themselves from calamity. People in general are both ethically and morally expected to watch their language. Should people be required to watch their language? Do actions really speak louder than words? This is Harris Cohen and Fluffy speaking on uh, another segment of Voices for the Voiceless. Oof. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about controversial conversations, not in terms of topic, but in terms of wording. Yeah. Like how your language can slip or how you can say something that will set everything else off and just make your make somebody else's or some something's opinion of you or, or your, your group go downhill, just very downhill. Uh, yeah, it's like if you say one wrong thing, then everybody's going to get mad at you. Like, um, for example, if, if someone's running for president, any president, I'm going to make a person named Bob. Okay, Bob's running for president, and he says a whole bunch of good things, and then he accidentally says something bad. Um, like give us a, give us an example. Like pretend he says like, uh, uh, there's like a Jew like something like, Jews uh should be listening to like this thing and like everybody and they yeah, like yeah, Jews Jews should be doing this and this only. Yeah, and he says like, just for example. Yeah, just for example. If he says like one thing, it doesn't even have to be bad. It's just like mentioning a certain group. The news nowadays just really focuses on all the bad stuff. Like, when's the last time you saw something good on the news? They may just say something good. Well, I have seen things good on the news, but they like the but every news every news channel or network aims toward a specific like audience, like uh, and they try to make certain people or certain groups of people look bad. Like exactly. uh, like a very democratic channel, like a, a news channel might make a very Republican news channel make their candidate for for like a presidency or a elected elected official uh, look bad. Exactly. People look for the worst in people. People want to see how people slip. People don't accomplishments. Yes, accomplishments are great, but accomplishment but accomplishments also could make somebody look bad or look less. Uh, less worthy or what's the word I'm looking for um, capable capable for their position yeah um, it's just like it's just like nowadays what it is it's just like it happens and like you can't really stop it it's just like pretend we say something on Koroma that might not like care just on you guys are probably may stop watching or maybe podcasts and stuff like that. But like, our other things are really good. It's just like, one thing that we said is gonna turn like, every single person here, just like, 
they're just going to leave if we say something bad or something. While like we're on that. top of uh, topic of Korra, turn into Radio Korra Ma, Mesh Dimesh Lush FM. Yeah. Okay, back to the conversation. <laughs> so, Fluffy, what do you think that, like, what do you think about how, what do you think, uh, is there a fix to this? Misinterpretation or mis mis misspoken these mis, these misspoken words. Um, I really think like the news should start, or like anything at all, like the media doesn't matter what it is should just say like um, not say things that mess up and they obviously know it's just a mess up. Like there's this thing about Trump saying like kofefe or something. No one knows what that is, but like they just had to put it out there. So they just like, sort of. They just sort of decided that it was something that was maybe, like, wrong or... Just, like, bad. Bad, but nobody actually knows what it is. Maybe maybe he was trying to say coffee and, like, like he got, like, maybe his tongue started hurting. Yeah, something like that. But no one really... They just, like, focus on, like, the irregular things that... Not, like... I'm not saying... Like, see, this example. See... I said something about Trump, right? This yeah. is a perfect example. Yeah. I said something on, like, Trump, right? And you, it's like, it makes you lead your mind somewhere else. Like, I was going to say something, but then I realized, like, it like would just lead into a whole new conversation. Everything leads into another conversation. Like, if, I, some, if I'm saying a sentence and there's something in that sentence that, that you can relate to in your life, you might start to think of, like, I'll say, oh, I had a, a deli sandwich for lunch with a pickle on the side. Second Avenue Deli. Second Avenue Deli. That is a good deli. Uh, First Avenue, 75th Street in New York City. Uh, never mind. But, <laughs> but uh, if, like, if I'm talking about the pickle, like if I'm, I, pickle is just like, a, like a, a, a little fact that comes in, I may say that, like, like since and somebody else who I'm talking to like pretend I'm talking to you, Fluffy. Yeah. And you're like, ooh, I also, uh, ooh, ooh, I had like a my the, a really really good pickle last night. And then you'll start to think about that conversation, and maybe you'll bring that into that this conversation, and everything sort of smushes together eventually. Yeah. Right. I'm just like people have their thoughts, and then they're think, oh, that guy's weird or something yeah. like that. This is Harris Cohen with Abby Ehrman, Shira Jacobson. So, do you think that people are, like people are over obsessed with language? Do you think people are too worried about what they say and how they say it, or do you think it's okay? I think it's probably somewhere in between. I think that language really matters, and I think people have to have a generosity of spirit when we screw up. Like people are going to mess up. We're going to use incorrect words. We're not always going to be as sensitive, but I think. There's like should be an awareness there that we're trying to do better. Yeah, I agree. I think that words are really powerful and that for many people they the way that we communicate is the way that they take things in. But I do also agree that we need to think about how change takes time and you need to help people along and help them understand how you feel about things and hear how they feel and that that can result in really I think making people understand what words mean when they say them. Do you think that spoken language or body language is more important 
or do you think they go hand in hand? I think they definitely go hand in hand. I think um, the one good thing about spoken language that is important when you are exhibiting body language that people don't understand is that you can explain what you're doing when you sort of make a face or move your hands or things like that. I would agree. They definitely go hand in hand. It's hard. I mean, it's hard to separate them. But um... Just one last question. Do you think that uh, an offensive statement can be taken back? That's a really hard question. I think that um, while people don't always forget, I think you need to forgive. And people can feel bad for things that they've said and that we have to understand that people can make mistakes. Yeah, I think agree. It's a hard question, but I think we need to, again, I think there has to be generosity of spirit. Like people can change and grow. Okay, thank you so much. This is Harris Cohen with Rabbi Esther Reed. So do you think that people are over-obsessed with language, or do you think that that, is ne- that over-obsession with language is necessary? I think it's important to be precise in our language. I think that there are times when people get hurt because they're not careful with their language. But I don't think that most people are obsessed with language in the sense that they fix on it all the time. Do you think that words are more influential or do you think body language is more influential or do you think that they go hand in hand? They definitely go hand in hand. Studies show that, I can't remember the exact percentage, but when you have a conversation with someone, they're 70 to 80 percent or something like that of the impact is body language more than the actual words. Do you think that you can, that an offensive statement can be taken back? I think that once someone makes an offensive statement, if it they are have their awareness raised that it was offensive and problematic and they do tshuva and they recognize it was problematic and they apologize, then it can be taken back and they can uh, make amends for it. Do you think that if somebody says an offensive statement that if that they believe to be true, do you think that if somebody else that they're with or somebody else in their community disagrees with them or thinks that is offensive, do you think they have the responsibility to try to, to attempt to retract that statement? So I was at a Shabbat lunch one time with my family and uh, a father of a, from another family at the table made a derogatory joke against Mexicans and my husband said, that's not funny, you shouldn't make fun of people as a group and I don't appreciate it. And after that Shabbat, we asked the people who hosted us not to invite us over again when that family would be there. So I think it's really important to stand up and say something even though it can be very uncomfortable. Okay, thank you so much, Rabbi Reed. Pleasure. Well, let's get back to the original, like the original question: Why? uh, How can you like be forgiven? Yeah. Can you? Do you think? I mean, you're never really going to be a hundred percent forgiven. You can be like people just understand that. uh, People just understand what you said, and it's like. Uh, you can't really be like 100% forgiven. My question, my question is why you'd want to be forgiven if you think it's right. Yeah, exactly. 
So I don't think I don't think that this is I don't think that this question really applies to this situation, right? So, so if we're talking about this is the this is a one-time thing where, but the person who's saying it actually actually meant it, like it wasn't a slip of the tongue or a misspeak. They actually meant it. Then they they have nothing to if they really believe it. They have nothing to repent for. Repent for everybody is entitled to their own personal opinion, right? It's constitution. Constitution. Con- it's their constitu. It's constitutional right to your own opinion, freedom of speech, freedom of well, freedom of your own voice. Yeah, if it's like uh, you should also like if if you think they're wrong, right? You should also think on their side why why they think they're right. You shouldn't just say they're wrong. I'm not open to anything. No, just have an open mind and say like, oh um. Why does that person think like that? Why does, and why is it different? This is Harris Cohen here with <laughs> Juliana Ripper, Katya Camp, and Abby Sapira. So, do you think that we as people are are over obsessed or too like a uh, conscious about our language and like what we say well I think that language is really important because it kind of like takes down like almost barriers between people because it's a way to express ourselves (laughs) I think that we are not over obsessed about our language but I do think that it is very important and sometimes we make a big deal about knowing languages but that's how we communicate so yeah I personally believe that people are not always aware of their language. They don't use it consciously enough. People honestly say a lot of cruel things about one another and are not always conscious of how that may affect somebody. And the way that people speak to each other is not always as meaningful as it used to be. Do you think that spoken language or body language is more influential? I think that people definitely look at body language to see how people are feeling and like taking in information, so I feel that body language is more important. I think that spoken language is more important because it's more direct and body language isn't always obvious on how you, how it's read, but spoken language, the words are whatever they are, so you know what they mean. Spoken language by itself is essentially just a text message. There is no emotion and there's no other attributes that give it meaning. So I think that body language seriously contributes to the meaning behind a sentence. So you think that body language is like the backbone of of spoken language? I feel that they are both important and you can't really do one without the other. But body language does majorly contribute to how we communicate with one another, I think. Do you think that you can take back an offensive statement? I think that there are some ways to try to fix what you've said, but once something is said, it's really hard to fix all the emotions that like went into whatever was put out. I agree with Juliana. Um, as a story that was once told by a rabbi, words are like feathers from a pillow. Once they're said, they're blown away and can never be retaken, but... They can always be, like, you can always try to collect them. That was a really good analogy, and I really like that, Catriel. I definitely agree with that statement that you really can't take it back. You can try your best, but you really can't take it back. 
Juliana, do you think <laughs> uh, do you think that there is there there is a method to taking back a offensive statement or something that you didn't mean to say or try or want to retract? I think you can say how it made you feel and them feel in comparison and say how sorry you are and maybe how try to understand how it affected people. Should you be required to take back an offensive statement that you believe to be true but somebody else in your community or that somebody else that you're talking to takes to be offensive? I think that you aren't responsible. Like, okay, you are responsible for your words, but it isn't. Once you've said something, you don't have to take it back if what you say is what you believe, because everyone has the right to free speech. Um, so, yeah. Be careful what you say. People should be mindful of what they say and how they say it, how it comes out. But people miss people misspeak. People say things that they don't mean to say. Sometimes people even say things that they don't mean to say that they don't even know that they're saying. Exactly. Maybe somebody's like that. They're not as educated on the topic of discussion as the as the person like who like as somebody else of their uh, in that conversation. Yeah, just like it's it's better it's better to say nothing than just like talk about start like a whole new conversation about controversial topics. Just if you, if you don't want to like get in, get people like, and I'm doing air parentheses right now or air quotes, trouble, or like people thinking badly about you. Just like if you want to say something, just say just never mind, and like say it's not important. Also, when people say never mind, it's not important. The other person, you just, you don't have to say, oh no, go ahead, go ahead, to be like, sort of like, oh, what are you going to say? Are you going to say something bad? I want to see how bad it could be, just to prove you wrong. Yeah. Don't it's, do that. Yeah, just just don't it's, be that guy. It's, it's, not, it's not friendly. Mm-hmm. You just listened to Voice for the Voiceless. The team of this podcast includes Harris Cohen, Alex Fluffy Shangold, Zach Atlas, Jacob Schechter, Alex Golden, Eli Freeman, and Daniel Patchen. This is a David Goodman production at Colrema 102.3 FM, broadcasting from Camp Ramah on the Berkshires. Thanks for listening. <laughs>